This episode of Two Dope Brothers in a Pod is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor has all the tools you need to start a podcast. It helps you edit, add music, and all that other good stuff. To start your podcast, go into your Play Store or your Apple Store and download and download Anchor. The great thing about Anchor is that you can broadcast on all major platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and more. Go download the free app today and get started. And without further ado, let's get into two dope brothers in the pod. And we back. Yo, 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 we back with another episode of Two Dope Brothers in the Pod. Two, but two. This, but this episode is different. This episode, we not we might not be able to act a fool like we want to because this episode, we have our wives on for the first time with us. Yes, sir. And it's about to go down. It might still get ignorant. Don't hold <laughs> me to it. <laughs> But nonetheless, first, I want to introduce this young lady. Um, I've known her, I've known her for 15 plus years. Um, She is, like I always say, she's one of those uh, people that through hard times, I could always count on to be there in my corner when no one else was. Um, I saved the sappy stuff for later on, but I want to introduce my wife, Kiyosha. Hey. What's up, Kiki? Hey. <laughs> and up next, I want to introduce the woman who holds me down. Keeps me grounded, gave me some structure in life, brought me up to be a man, and that's uh, my motherfucking wife, Ashley. <laughs> motherfucking, motherfucking. <laughs> What's happening, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I <probably> say hello. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, you got to put the curse words on that. Yeah, we. Yeah, oh, it's still the same show. It's still the same show. <laughs> and all that structure just went out the window, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Fuck structure. We don't do structure. What is structure? <laughs> what is structure? I'm but, glad to be doing this with y'all, man. This is great. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's fun. It's well, it's well deserved and well past due. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, jumping right on in it. Before we get started, before in other hilarity ensues we gotta give a shout out a big rest in peace to DMX yeah man and this this is crazy cause we had just did our uh our uh top 50 list of yeah. best rappers and we kinda lingered on him a couple of times yeah and not knowing like a, a like a week later like he's gone yeah it's yeah. crazy yeah um like like I was like I was telling you when we were doing the list. DMX. DMX is an integral part of our childhood. 
yes. from from us transitioning in from middle school into high school into being adults. Yeah. We got to recognize DMX is not only a rapper and an artist, but also as an actor, as a, a I'll say it if nobody else will, a preacher, a preacher, if anything else. Street preacher, I, I can take man, it. Not even a street preacher. That man is a teacher, a poet, a preacher, a therapist. Like, he had such a profound impact on pop culture. The the disrespect that I've seen as far as certain things about his drug abuse and his addiction and his relationship with his kids is is asinine and insane to me. Because yeah. the quality of, of man that he is, the character of man that is, yeah, he made mistakes, he he had his issues, but that man, one, was a, a, a child of God more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And he acknowledged that on a regular basis. There was not a single time where you could talk to him or have him talk to you where he did not acknowledge where he came from and what sustained him. I'm happy that he's not suffering anymore. But y'all gonna put some respect on DMX name. Oh yeah, and I mean the okay. fact that he didn't—he did not hide none of the none of his um his struggles. his struggles from anybody. He didn't come on TV and try to deny him. He he showed that he wasn't a perfect father. He showed all that. He showed that he struggled with drugs. Very humble. He man. did not come on and try to hide any of that from the world, which is why I respect him as a man. And he gave you parts of his life where it teaches you, okay, this is not the route to go. This is not what yep. you're supposed to be doing, you know. And I mean, I, 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 oh man, like immediately after Ashley called me, I was immediately hurt. Same that same kind of hurt from when Kobe passed. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, it's like a family member died, man. And I mean, X, like you, like you said, his movies, like he's a, a phenomenal actor. But music aside, he was a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I would have liked to see him do more work as an actor. But I mean. Drugs got him, and I, I love I love some X man, and I mean he's gonna be missed. We gonna we gonna celebrate him. We always gonna celebrate it. Anytime party up comes on, you know, uh, slipping, falling, I can't get up, man. Come man. on, man. man. <laughs> man. We were X talking earlier how we feel like everything that he's been on, all the interviews, they're gonna just start airing all of a sudden because we watch a lot of Young looks. So that episode where he was battling with his kids and relationships and drug issues, of course, that's going to come up all of a sudden. And knowing that when it wasn't in the lineup in the previous, you know, episodes or whatever, but all of a sudden, since the death has came up, it's going to start airing. I mean, they always, the thing that kills me about the media, they always portray Black people in the not so positive light instead of like playing all the good stuff but if it was somebody white some asshole like Charlie Sheen or something they'll play everything positive you know he's done but they won't play you know his downfalls and everything like that but I ignore it I, I look past it you know it. he, he showed that he was human I didn't yeah. I let somebody have it on uh, Instagram <laughs> coming up on Tracy Ellis when I was post about him talking shit talking about she hopes that all the dogs he hurt or murdered meet him in heaven and drag his ass to hell. And I'm like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> this ain't the time nor the place. You can go straight to hell on that bus that you're trying to ride him on. And this exactly. man, this this man was an avid like dog lover. He 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 showed all the time he loved dogs. He even told a story at one time where he beat a dude up 
for harming a dog. Yeah. Like yeah. he loved dogs, he more he, he loved dogs more than he loved people. So yeah, yeah. X X mean X means a lot to me, and I'm gonna tell you why. I hit I hit a very dark patch in my life to the point where I the thought the thought of suicide was there. Yeah. What saved my life, I heard slipping. Because yeah. you know, on BET they used to air the video 106 in Park or Rap City. Rap City happened happened to be on that day. And slipping came on. And I just sat there and I listened to it. Yeah. And then I knew then that my that my life was worth more then than what I was about to do. Because what I was about to do, there's no that's the point of no return. There's no coming back from that. Yeah. What I what I and I had to and just like Ashley, I had to get on somebody's ass on Facebook about about X because they were saying, um, I can't believe you all are praising uh, a drug addict. Um, and she was like, I, I don't know any of his stuff. I said, okay, well, I, he's not, he wasn't a model citizen. I said, okay, if we want to take it there, let's take it all the way there. I said, neither was Jim Morrison. Neither Thank was you. Janis Joplin. Neither was Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And I said, I said, I do you one even better. How about you stay your ass out of black folks' business? How about that? <laughs> I know, that's right. Stay your ass out of black folks' business. If it don't concern you, stay your ass out of black folks' business, man. Because what happens is we lose iconic figures. And the first thing that they bring up is they bring up the fact that either they were addict, they were a gang member, they were this, they were that. Exactly. X was so transparent. X was transparent and he didn't have to be. Yeah. At all. That's what people miss. He was so transparent to the point that when you saw X on TV in jail, after he got out of jail, he gonna tell you exactly why he went to jail. Well, uh, you know, uh, I went to jail because, you know, um, impersonating a police officer. That story was crazy. That was hilarious. When he said he didn't respect my authority, not that I had any. (laughs) But you know what's crazy though? I listen to I listen to drink chips, and I listen any anytime DMX does an interview, I listen to it because not only do you get these stories that you will never get anywhere else you also get these gems that he drops yes sir yes sir like his prayers his prayers was on another level and i i heard that same episode that you about to talk about from drink drink champs here goes (laughs) man yeah yeah that's why that's why it hurt that's why it hurt so much more because when i found out i think i found out um, that he, I found out through TMZ that he had a heart attack. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, X had a heart attack. Well, you know, that's something simple that he can recover from. But when they said that he had went 30 minutes without oxygen to his brain, I was like, I was like, damn, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was always hopeful that he'll pull through. And Ashley kept telling me like he, you know, he might be gone, and I'm like, nah, ex a fighter, he'll pull through. Yeah. And like yesterday, I was at work, and she called me and was like, yeah, she was like, he's gone, baby. And I was like, oh, I man, I had to take a minute and just sit, like you know, and just 
be thankful that we got we got a you know a long little span of him you know being in our lives and you know seeing seeing his life so, yeah and, yeah and that's what i was that's what i was telling kiosha that's what i was that's why i was like verse that's why verses is so important yes that's why it's so important that's why i'm glad he got to do that and feel the love from not only fans but somebody that's in the same industry that is a fan of his as well and he was a fan of his and he was a fan of Snoop yeah. I loved it I loved it but now it's hard to watch because he's gone yeah. just like the I Miss You video oh, with Aaliyah yep. the yep. beginning hits different now yeah man so you know you know, it's just, it's just, it's this life and such is life. So, you know, but <clears throat> rest in peace, X. We're going to miss you on this side and we'll see you on the other side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I cried like a whole fool that whole day. Man. My, my whole childhood flashed before my eyes. That. Yeah, and I know. I yeah, and I know it's different from you because you're from. You know. You know what I'm saying. You're yeah. from New York. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I sit at my desk and I, put, I went into uh, Spotify and I put on uh, DMX Radio and went in, man. I had to. <laughs> Lyrically, he was wild too. He was wild. Are you niggas been yeah. to jail before? Suck my dick. <laughs> 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 That was a whole movie, man. <laughs> he didn't care. He he did he did not care. He did not care. Now it's the fucking shit I'm talking about. You half-ass rapping motherfucking thing. That's my favorite line, man. When they, when what's my name come on, that's my favorite line. Now, this is the fucking shit I'm talking about. You half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking thing? Come on. Oh man! <laughs> yo, yo, hey, he, good, man. man, he rap like he talking. He talks like he raps. Yeah, you, know you didn't, you didn't get the, you didn't get the in between. He was him. Yes, sir. He want, he want nothing. He want nothing fake. And anytime you heard people talk about him, uh, any other rappers in the, in the game, they always talked about him. They always talked about how X kept it real. He yes. is not gonna bite his tongue. He always kept it real. Yeah, of course, of course. Even when, even a couple of years back, <clears throat> he had met. Uh, he had never met Rakim. Yeah. So he met Rakim for the first time, and he was like, "I don't usually smile for motherfuckers, but for you, dog, I'm smiling." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's my> <laughs> R.I.P. X, man. R.I.P. X. R.I.P. I'm gonna let you go in with the next topic, sir. All right, the next topic. I don't forget what the next topic is. Mary. Real quick, while you're still stuck on X, I just want to, I don't know if anybody else knows, but Black Rob is in a really, really bad state right now. We're not quite sure what's wrong with him, but they have a video of him. He's speaking from the hospital bed. He looks so bad. Like, well, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, update he actually got released today so yeah he he's he's in better spirits um but i think 
and this is going this is going to sound weird. Azalea Banks, yeah. As controversial as she is, she made a valid point yesterday. She she was like, well, not yesterday, but the other day. She said that why is it that people in the industry don't don't form a union for hip hop artists? Yeah. So when they get sick or these types of things happen, there's something in place to take care of them. Because granted, some are still millionaires, but not everybody still is a millionaire. And that's just that's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. But I thought that was such a I thought that was such an eloquent point. I was like, and I couldn't believe that it even came from her. Um, yeah. Azalea Banks, because I hate to admit it openly. <laughs> when she's not being spiteful and she's not saying things and lashing out at people out of jealousy, she makes a lot of valid points. The, mess- yeah. the messenger is not great, but oftentimes her messages are very on point. And she's speaking from somebody or from a, a position where she's in the industry, but the industry don't mess with her. So yeah. she, she's well aware of what she's talking about. It's just her, her delivery be real wrong sometimes. And then she stays coming at people that she has no business coming at. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That's a definite fact. Hey, that. Hey. In other news. In other news. This is Delia Bank stuff. In other news. I'm not a fan, so. <laughs> I don't know anybody that is. I'm not a fan, so. I'm not giving her no glorification here, so. <laughs> I don't know anybody that is, but it can. It's, it's very much. Next topic. You don't like the messenger, but the messenger is real. Next. Okay. So, I wanted to talk about what the ladies are here uh, marriage and what it means to you. And I want to give everybody a chance to like go around. So we'll start with you, Miss Kiki. What? No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Look, roll the dice again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Joe. Hey, take okay. it from nowhere. <laughs> okay. What marriage means to me. Yes, sir. Well, marriage to me, it is, like I always say, it's one of the best decisions that I've ever made in life. Um, I think when you have someone that is willing to um, help you through your communication issues, your... um, your other issues that you may have that that's the person that was destined for you was made specifically etched out of your heart um i tell my wife all the time there there are things in my life that i would not have attained had had it not been for you um establishing credit um wanting to start my own business uh continuing in my education like she's the sole she's the sole reason and the drive force why i'm so hell-bent on finishing school and even going to the next level of doing something to complement my profession so marriage 
marriage is something that I always wanted. I always looked forward to. But the person that I thought was for me wasn't for me. And the person that was for me had been there the entire time. Yeah. So that that's what it means. That's what it means to me. Okay. Okay. And for me. I, I mean, I like you. I always want to be married. The first time I realized I want to be married, I don't know if you remember this. We went to uh, Al's and Jerica's wedding. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that was the first time I realized I wanted to be married going to their wedding. That was my first wedding I ever went to. And just seeing their union, them, you know, just having a good time that night. And I talk about this all the time. I'm pretty sure I talked about it on our podcast. And that night I realized I wanted I wanted that out of life and went through a couple of, you know, women to try to find that. And now that I'm here, it's like marriage is like running a race and both of y'all shoe strings are tied. And you start you start off and it's not so pretty. It's not yeah. so, you know, coordinated, but then you find that rhythm and then y'all start moving together. And yeah. that, that's what marriage is like. Um, I think I was born for this. I definitely think I was born for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, I always aspired to be a husband. Um, never, never much was a player type. Um, never much was for juggling. So I knew like that wasn't my lane. So being somebody's husband was definitely my lane, and it's just. I don't know, man. It's it's every it's everything to me. And I hear people like, "Oh man, I don't want to be married. I don't want. I don't want this." Like, how could you not want somebody that's gonna have your you know, watch your six at all times? Because a lot of people don't get married with the intention of having somebody forever. They look at the novelty of a marriage, and a marriage is not a novelty. It's a it's a full time, hard ass job. But if you have the right person and you do it right, it's a great job. And apparently we're still trying to uh, work this marriage thing out because I was talking before somebody cut me off. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, had to, I, had to mess, I had to mess with it. Just remember, this goes off. I had to get her. This eventually does go off. You still got to deal with this. I was done, though. I was done. Uh-huh. Go ahead. What it means to you, baby? Uh, for me, in my marriage, I'm not going to speak for marriage overall because every marriage is unique and, and tailored to the people that are in it. But for my marriage, it is a personification of God's love for me. I am fully myself in the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know that I'm a handful and... I'm grateful that my husband has two big hands for the handful that I am. I I truly believe that when you wait for who God has for you, there is not a single thing that can be done or said to tear the bond. Mm. We don't necessarily Damn. talk about, you know, the rough stuff. And personally, I don't feel like a lot of our rough stuff is for public consumption but we know what we've gone through and what we've dealt with and even in the midst of those things here we are 
we're still committed, we're still in love, we're still trusting of one another, we're still kind to one another, we're still friends, most importantly, you are God's hug when I need one. You are God's wisdom when I need to hear things. You are God's correction when I'm acting up. Like everything that I need from the Father, he filters it through you. And that is how I know for a fact that you and my, you and I as one is not a mistake. It was ordained, it was purpose, purposeful, it was handcrafted by the Father. And that to me is amazing because I didn't see marriage for myself. Mm. I didn't see marriage for myself. I didn't see marriage. I didn't see a family. I didn't see myself being submissive to any man, let alone one man. And I follow you like a puppy now, happily. I'll stay in the house and and not hang out with people because you're the company that I want to keep. So it's, again, I can only speak for my marriage and my experience within my marriage, but that's, my marriage for me is everything. And those are her words. I'm not. I'm not standing here with my fist cocked back or nothing. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I love you. I love you too. And for me, I, maybe I'm the awkward black girl, but I looked at my family members because the only people that ever stayed married were my parents. So it's like I never wanted to be married. I never really just wanted to have kids because I saw what it did once the adults separated. Mm. And I've always thought about how it would make my kids feel if I didn't work out the same. So I think that was just my, my big issue because my mom has five other sisters. My mom has been the only one married over 36 years. My dad is the only one that has stuck around. So it's like, it's not like I didn't have the example, the model. Like, my parents are the model for me. And I went through different relationships and when we got together, it's like, this shit came out the blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can remember like this was yesterday. Yeah. I was driving and my number has not changed since 2005, maybe. And all of a sudden out the blue, this guy comes calling. What you doing? <laughs> the fuck who is this <laughs> why the fuck are you asking me what I'm doing he hit you with the hey big head right yeah, like, what and this was before messenger and he you know he had already I'm gonna expose this shit this man already put me on the jackass wall um you know it's, it's just any childish shit. Cause you know, this is the childish, most, the most childish nigga I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you love the childish motherfucker. Yeah. But, but you just learned to accept it. But it's like, like I said, I never wanted to be married and he just came calling out the blue and
through a situation that nobody could ever know about. Man, that's beautiful. That's real that's- though. That's real though, because I look back at the beginning of my relationship with Ashley and I don't I don't know why she chose me. I didn't choose you. Cause, cause I, <laughs> I, I, I was coming out of a seven-year, I was a month out of a seven-year relationship. <laughs> a month out of a seven-year relationship where there's kids involved and I still was in love with this person. And I'm dating Ashley and a couple more girls just trying to catch back up on seven years. And just don't understand like what the hell, like, bro, like, if it was me, if the shoe was on the foot, I'd have been gone. Yeah. I'd have been gone. Like, I ain't putting up with this. You chasing somebody else and not sure if you want to be with me. Like, I would have ne- I would have never stayed around. So, Kiki, I mean, I, I get where Kiki coming from. Like, I understand. Like I said, I did not but, God picked you and adjusted my heart accordingly. But see, here, here, here here's my thing. got that same grace. <laughs> Here's my thing. Like, I always knew, I always knew that I wanted to be with her. But like I told her on that same, on that same phone call, and you and and correct me if I'm wrong, I called her when I called her and told her, I told her that I had to mature because I wasn't ready for you yet. Mm-hmm. That 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 was that was the difference. Um I mean, we yeah, yes, I put her on the jackass wall. I'm not gonna lie, I did do that. But no, it's not even a but. There's there's no excuse. We had we we used to we used to butt heads, and I couldn't figure out why. I mean, like you you know how you know how grandma and granddaddy get. When they're in a confined space and they get mad at each other, they they argue. Yeah. So we were riding. My grandfather had a two door pickup truck, so we're all smushed in there together, and I'm smushed up against the window, and him and my grandma are arguing while I'm on the phone with my future wife. My grandfather tells my grandma to shut up. She said. What did you just say to me? I said, I didn't say nothing. Yes, you did. You just told me to shut up. I said, that wasn't me. So we got into it full-fledged because my grandparents are into it. I was like, you know what, nigga? Get off my phone. Whatever. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Not knowing. Not knowing. This is the thing. Me Me and God got a different relationship than anybody else. So when I did that, he did the facepalm, nigga. For real? Like nigga, come on, like, nigga, are you serious? So, my my turning point, my turning point, uh, like I like I said on a previous podcast, my turning point was when I lost everything. When I lost everything, um, I only had one person in mind that I knew to call, and it was her. And she didn't hesitate. She didn't say, "Let me call you back." None of. She stayed on the phone as I sat, as I sat at the end of the street, watching my entire life burn up in the matter of fifteen minutes. With a whole another dude. Hey, I was with the whole. Wow. Dude. Hey, that's, hey, that's Mackin though. You got a whole another dude. 
Wow. wow. Yeah. Talking that talk. Hey, talking that talk. And I was receptive for that talk because I was vulnerable. And then got up the next day and took this nigga to Walmart and got him whatever he needed. Damn, bro. All right. And I ain't Hey, look. I ain't even sure what my panties hit. <laughs> this man. This man. You know no, what? He did not. You know, you know what? I'm done, man. You didn't even see my pants yet. I'm just, but you know what? what? We, hadn't even, we hadn't even done anything. Anything. Oh, Nothing. God. That was God. That was God. That was God. That was definitely God. The shorts that she bought me that day, I still have. I know Aww. that's right, man. I still have them. Like, those are my favorite pair of shorts. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy to look at where we were and to look at where we are now. Like, there's nobody, there's nobody else on this planet that gets me like she gets me. Yeah. Like my jokes, my humor, all of that. Like, <laughs> see, I'm that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's just when you when you find find that person, and I knew, and I knew Ashley was for you when you told when you told me about Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> when you told me about her, I was like, "Yep, that's it. That's that's it. Here we go. We look. This nigga gonna be." And I was thinking to myself, "Oh, this nigga gonna be married soon." And that's, I mean, that's the weirdest thing because, like, when we first started dating, the first phone conversation, I knew exactly who she was <laughs> because we stayed on the phone how long? I was at work. We were texting first. We were texting first. We were on the phone between texting and phone calls that entire day for about. What like 10, eight, 10, 10, 10 hours? Yeah, eight, it, was, it hours? was a good while because like we were introduced uh, together uh, by a mutual friend, and oh, damn <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because the friend that introduced us, I recently had just asked out, and she was like, "Oh, well, I'm just coming out of a relationship. I didn't want to, you know, you know, date right now, but I got a friend I want to hook you up with." I was like, "All right, cool." Keep it going. Well, you well, told me she don't date black dudes. At she didn't tell me that. She probably told you that. Yeah, she told me that she didn't date dudes at Target Party. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so <laughs> Ashley, Ashley calls me. We talk. And then like to find out, you know, like she's a Libra. And I was like, oh man, I don't want to date no more Libra because me and my ex had the same birthday. And then Ashley's birthday is the day before mine. So <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't want to do more no more of those, but we just clicked as soon as we talked and whatever. And you needed a Libra in your life, you just had the wrong one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. So <laughs> so like we started talking and just like mingling or whatever and started kicking it. And I'm like, man, I'm a month out of relationship. I don't really want to start a new relationship. So it was times where I kept trying to curve her and play her like you know, I don't really want this right now, but you know, God was like, nah, that's that's what you've been praying for. She's here, she ain't going nowhere. So you might as well get used to it. And no matter how, it, funny story, I tried to curve her. I broke up with her one day. It wasn't even a breakup, it wasn't together. Okay, well, I stopped, <laughs> I told her I didn't want to talk to her no more. Like I want to, you know, chill or whatever. So that night, I had made plans with the girl that hooked us up. It was like, oh, we want it's a couple of us going out, whatever. So I'm just thinking like a couple people from work. 
hard pause. Hard pause. Before all this happened, Jennifer had told Jennifer. Had, yeah, he wasn't. He really wasn't though. Jennifer had told me about this. Had told me about the meetup. She was like, Marty didn't tell you. I told him to invite you. I was like, no, he didn't. So she was like, well, you're going to go anyway. And I'm like, nah, that's not a good idea. Me and her went back and forth on this. Me, her, and another guy named Javier. This gay guy that we were friends with. We went, the, the two of them, like two little devils that they are, and my stupid ass, they sat there and convinced me to go. They were like, fuck him then. If that's how he's acting, fuck him. You coming with me because I want you then. I'm like, nah, that's not a good idea. And they're like, nah, you're going to come. So by the time this night came up, I'm sitting in the front seat of this truck, shitting bricks like, this is such a bad idea. I was like, Jen, take me home. Please take me home. She's like, nope, you in the car already. It's done. And I'm like, I will slick call a cab or something. She's like, nope, you stand right there. You may proceed. <laughs> now, pick up from there, I get my dumb ass get in the car. I see a young lady sitting in the front seat next to the driver and I speak, I was like, hey, how you doing? And she mumbled her name. I was like, okay, cool. And then the dude sitting in the back seat, Javier, you know, I shook hands with him like, all right, cool. So it's a cool, cool car, car full of people. And I just started playing on my phone or whatever, not paying attention. And I hear the conversation in the front seat with the driver and the passenger. And then the driver goes, Ashley, you're crazy and starts laughing. And I was like, wait, Ashley? And she looked back in the back seat, was like, yeah. I was like, man, wow. So I felt like I got set up the entire night. Ooh. <laughs> they hit you. She hit you with a hello, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> Look, no. He's sitting there talking about he felt like set up. Do you know how sexual jokes he made in that evening? Man, look, he embarrassed the shit out of me. Look, we we <laughs> went to a place called Lips. Lips is a uh, what is it? A, a trans? Tra no, not a trans. It's a drag show. It's a drag show. So it was it was something new. Me and a couple of people from work, like a couple of straight guys, we were always like, okay, something new. Let's just try it. And we went there as a drag show, and it was full of comedy. It was great. It it wasn't you know, it wasn't nothing crazy, but it was fun. So the entire yeah. night, like, the uh, people kept coming to the table like, oh, you handsome, you this. I'm like, oh, I'm with her. I'm with her. So, <laughs> you used to get picked up. Right. So, I'm, I mean, by the end of the night, like, everybody was going their separate ways to go home or whatever. So the people I was trying to go home with was like, oh, well, we're not going your way. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to get a ride home from Ashley. <laughs> and not a ride home from Ashley. <laughs> Because Jennifer was the one driving. She had to take you to your car. Yeah. Jen had to drop me off at my job. That's where my car was. Come to think about it, now she said, yep, because she was like, she wasn't going my way. So I had to go to her job with her to get in her you car to get to home. have to. Look, he keeps saying have. He didn't have he to. He chose. <laughs> you chose to because you were a man with a job and with money. You could have called a cab or Uber or whatever was going on that night. You got in my car willingly. I didn't hold a gun to your head. I didn't hold a knife to your neck. You got in that car willingly because I smelled good, I looked good, and you wanted to be next to me. Anyways, long story short, Ooh. she took me home, took advantage of me because I was liberated, and now we got a son. This man, first of all, wow. that's not how we got a son. <laughs> that is wow. not how we got a son. Wow. Sleep through me. Oh, we got a son because well. you wanted to make sure your shit still works. Oh, Keep it gully. Stop that. Oh. Stop that. Hey. Hey, hey now. But you know what? You know, you know what? I'm gonna be extra. I'm gonna be extra as hell because 
Bun, she was a she was an implant from another school. She came from Melrose High School, way oh, in shit. Orange Mountain. <laughs> I'm a nigga in Kirby. I kid you not. I kid you not. The first time I saw her, I bullshit you not. I'm, I'm, this is the guy honest truth in my head. <laughs> the first time I saw her, the uh, song by Troop, All I Do Is Think oh. of the long version <laughs> with the piano and shit, and she's slow turn, and I'm like, <laughs> and then she looked up all dramatically and batted eyelashes. Is slow, is slow motion in my head. Nigga, I'm in a full music video, not realizing. Nigga, when I tell you, when I tell you that I was like, you know what? I gotta find out who that is because I ain't never seen her in my life. I mean, seen her anywhere before. I ain't seen her out this like I I knew I knew for a fact that I had to know her name because her eyes were the prettiest shade of olive I have ever seen in my the fucking life. I can't wait to get to school each day. <laughs> Bruh, that's when she that's when she turned around and looked at me when that part came on. Nigga, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This boy, look. Look, he's right back there, too. You hear him? He's back there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I hate it. I hate it. She did. Why you hate Kirby? I wanted to do hood rat shit. I That's what she wanted to do. In my honest class. That's what she wanted to do. Yes, I wanted to be sophisticated in my school. She's rat. She's ratchet, but with morals. That, she, she is. She's ratchet, but with morals. She's from the hood. She, she's from the hood, but she's highly educated. Oh man, I guess I want to hood rat stuff with my friend. <laughs> oh man, I can't, man. Yo, this, look. Wanted to be at Mero's. That's where I felt comfortable. That's where I felt I felt at home. Yeah. So those were my people. But she 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 ended up with a husband from Kirby. So hey, what can I say? <laughs> I, I, I say that that's the only thing I got out of Kirby. <laughs> you better stop. You better stop for you before you make my panties. You <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> She know what to say. She know what to say. Yeah. She knows. She knows. Hey, I'm going to put you on timeout. I can't fool with y'all, man. Hey. hey. I'm, I'm going to be tired. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But uh, so so let me let me ask let me ask you all since we since this is uh, part of our next topic. What is it like being married? And um, having a son together and having hard. Separate. It's it's hard. It's very hard because um, just was so used to having her mom to herself. And it, I mean, but before, like my um, my relationship before, like I came into a, rela- a relationship where she had a kid already, and the, 
her child was two. So I pretty much raised her to be my daughter because her father was never in the picture. And then like meeting Ashley who already had a child who has a father in the picture and you know, working myself into that situation, it was hard because the simple fact of, you know, the child is gonna make it hard for you to date. They're gonna make it hard because their parent is the other parent is, you know, in in the in their life at the time. And trying to to combine those and then to find out that you don't know this person, but y'all getting ready to have a kid together. It was very interesting and hard at the same time. But being on this end now where we're married, we're happy, you know, just considers me, you know, as a father. And it's I mean, I see that. I mean, I could be definitely in like a worse situation where you don't get along with the kid or you don't uh, get along with the other parent. But I mean, I see Mark, we speak, you know, um, just understands like, you know, she has, you know, not, not one dad, but two. And I mean, it, it's, it was hard in the beginning, but I mean, I understand it now. First of all, okay. kids in okay. it's hard. Don't, don't think for one second that having a child is a walk in the park. They're going to test you and try you like nothing else on this planet. I love my children, but sheesh. Okay, like it's 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 no joke. Having kids is no joke. You're responsible for a whole person, and not just the well-being of that person, but raising them to be assets and benefits to society instead of drains. You know what I mean? Like you you have to raise people to be right. quality citizens. You don't want to raise trash-ass kids, and unfortunately. You know, you don't have too much control over who your children become as adults. Mm-hmm. You can only instill in them what you can when they're children. But the the blending part was very difficult because Marty and Justina were both very stubborn. They're very <laughs> stubborn in the way that they approach things and the way that they approach each other. And they don't give it to each other easy at all. Like she just gave him a hug voluntarily on her own. What, two days ago? Yeah. And he's been in her life consistently longer than her father's been in the 12 years that she's been on this earth. It's, it's, it took a lot of prayer and again, trusting God and knowing that I was where I was supposed to be and, and really keeping it real with Marty. Like you, you're constantly telling me I need to bridge the gap, but no, that's, that's on you. I can't cultivate y'all relationships. That's something that y'all have to do. The same thing I told her, you, you can't be so afraid of losing him that you don't acknowledge him at all like these are these are conversations right. that i had yeah. to have with both of them regularly and it it, it was a it's stressful it was hard as hell on me it was very very stressful for me on top of trying to raise my son at the time who was a newborn and then as soon as i had bryce we had all four of the kids in the house and marty was at work all day and i was there with four of these kids by myself three of them who were strangers to me <laughs> even though one came out of me he was still a stranger three of them were a stranger to me yeah and justice went from you know just me and her to me her marcus mariah marty bryce like she was shell-shocked and, and we both yeah, could have done yeah. better about how we integrated it but we were learning we were new it was new for us and i again a lot of prayer it, it took the grace of god and his mercy and and constant prayer and vigils over those prayers to get it to where it is now because without that yeah we probably would have killed each other yeah i mean we make, we make it a point to like you know always even though we have kids 
we make it a point to always keep each other first. Like anytime I cook something, I cook something for me and my wife because the kids yeah. can get up and get them something to eat. Or I mean, dinner dinner's for everybody, but the mornings are for whatever. If you want something different, ask for it. Cause I mean, these eggs, bacon, and whatever I'm making is for me and me and my wife. You know, I always <laughs> I always had this slogan like fuck them kids, but I say that because <laughs> I say that because it's not like we leaving them and you know to fend for themselves. But if me and her are good, they're good. They're gonna always be good. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We prioritize absolutely. our relationship over our parentship, if that makes sense. It, yeah. It's more important for us to make sure that we're good because as long as we're good, the kids are good. Because at the end of the day, those kids are gonna grow up. They're gonna have lives of their own. And if we didn't cater and take care of our relationship. Once those kids are gone, we're done. Right. It ain't nothing like not knowing yeah. the person that you live with for the past 20, 30 some years. So that's important to me. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, we don't have kids. Yeah. But I need I need some nephews yeah. and nieces. Right. Well, <laughs> what's going on with that? Hey, hey. Look. She said, we work. <laughs> we work. We work. But what, I, but what I will say, even even though we don't have kids, we had we blended our lives right, together. Right. Um, she she was living in her grandmother's house in Bethel Grove, so she was in the hood. She was in the hood. Now check this was out. Was she in the hood doing hood rat shit with her friends? <laughs> no, she no she she. No, here, here's the crazy thing. I was already pregnant. She was wow. pregnant with someone else's child. Wow. So let's back. So let's back up. The day that I called her, right? The day that I called her, and I poured my heart out to her. After I said that, she said, "Well, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this." She said, "I'm pregnant with somebody else's child." You know what I said? I said, "What? What does that have to do?" Man, with me? shit. I don't give a man, don't shit. That's what I'm. Man, shit. I don't care. <laughs> man, no, shit. Man. I don't care. But she, she was living. She was living in a two bedroom, one bath house, right? I left. I lived in Cordova, in a five bedroom, three bathroom house had my own I had my own side uh, my own wing you know the house is big when you have a wing and I ain't talking about the chicken neither I'm talking about a whole <laughs> side and I and I left I left that to be with her in the two bedroom one bath when I say the definition of struggle nigga when I say James James and Florida Evans were more Damn. Rich than we were more rich than we were like but I didn't none of that none of that mattered to me I just wanted to be with the woman that I love I didn't oh. care if we have to start from ground zero and build up that's what we'll do and I'm yeah. fine with it and that's what we did we 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 worked on getting uh, getting another place, which we have now. Um, worked on uh, getting uh, TVs and 
uh, these different gadgets to her starting her business and getting all of this equipment, even when she started her business, I told her that, you know, you can do this. You can do this. Like, I believe in you so much that I know that you can get this done. Because if I did not believe that you could do this, then I would not work so hard to get this equipment for you. I believe in you. You got this. And that's just, but that's, I take that because, I take on that because that's how my grandparents were. I watched my grand, I watched my grandparents basically go from, they lived in South Memphis to living in Hickory Hill when Hickory Hill was up to stairs. My, my grandparents were married from the from 1946 until my grandfather left here in 2013. So for 46 years they were married. That was my blueprint as to what marriage is, what being a good husband is. And she's helped me because before I got with her, I didn't know shit about credit. Credit. I know I ain't got none. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I, I know, I need it, but I don't give a damn about it. I went, I went from having, let's say, my the lowest my credit score was was a four twenty nine, to now that I can say, I'm damn near in the seven hundreds. But that's all because yeah. of her. If I had married this other girl, I wouldn't be as far as I am. I would, if I had married this other girl, I would be four hundred plus pounds because I was already right. peaking you know what I'm saying so she is she is the best thing that ever happened to me I couldn't ask for a better soulmate a better teammate none of that so us blending our lives benefited us both so now we're at the point where in the next couple of weeks we're going to start looking at a house because it's time for us to take take the next step and move to the next level so you know it's just about finding somebody that's willing to take take on all the bullshit that yeah. you come with because everybody got bullshit that comes yep. with them whether they want to face it or not but, I, you know, I, I, I commend I commend I commend my brother because my brother was at a was at a low place before he met you, Ashley. I remember the he was at a low place when I found him. When <laughs> he was always hey, she not lying. <laughs> yeah, you know she she's not she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know where I was, though. You know where I was. Yeah, yeah, and you know to see him go from there to where he is now is the dopest shit in the world. Like I tell you any I tell you any other any day of the week outside of Marty, man, Ashley, I love you. I really do. You fit in. You 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 write a part of this, you just as much a part of this crazy ass train. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all apart, like, damn it. Like you fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and and for you Ashley, I think it's dope because you were patient 
with the fact that he had he had other kids that he had Marcus that he had Mariah and you didn't most other women would turn their back and be like nah we're yeah. doing this shit but you welcome them with open arms and that that's the dopest shit in the world you know so I commend both of y'all I love both of y'all you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah I mean this is it's it's something I mean I don't know what I look at some of my friends who are just out playing the fields and I'm like bro like your lifestyle give me a headache like you straight up give me a headache <laughs> and then like I know like I'm, I know it's real and I know that I'm in love because other women irritate the fuck out of me <laughs> like when i get around other women the women at work or you know single women and it's just i i gotta i gotta remove myself from that like i got i'm terry cruz i got one woman to keep happy (laughs) yeah 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 my this how mine show up i don't i used to before I got married, the first thing I would look at on a woman, oh damn, look at her ass. Oh boy, her ass. The first thing I look at now as a married man, man, her, her the lace on her wig is lifting, man. Look at oh that my hair god. On <laughs> I've never, I never looked at hair or eyebrows to Ashley. Now I'd be like, damn, her hair toe up, but her eyebrows. <laughs> yes, we'll sit there and watch TV, and the first thing I say, that's a wig. Look at that shit on her head. Look at that, 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 that motherfucker sitting on her eyebrows. Look at yeah. that shit. Like she really changed my perception because I, I went for ashes too, but then like after her, like. I don't see a body. I see what you can bring to the table. I see if you're smart. Like I can't, I can't take just the body no more. Like you have to be able to have smarts. You have to be able to get it yourself. You have to be able to add to me, motivate me when I'm at my lowest. When I'm at my lowest at my job, and I'm like, you know, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this week. Out of nowhere, my wife would text me and encourage the text message. I didn't talk to her and tell her what was going on at work. Like she'll wake up out of her sleep, submit a current text message out of nowhere, and I know like this is why we married. We're we're in sync to a point where where you just wake up out your sleep and just feel like, oh, let me send you this text message. And I'm like, damn, I, I needed this. Now I can make it through the week. <laughs> yeah, we stay on the phone. She'll be at work and we'll be on the phone. I'm talking about on, bro. I'm talking about on the phone like you when you first met. When uh, at, <laughs> yeah. Oh, late at night when midnight when midnight love was on BET, whispering sweet nothings and shit into the phone. Like we be on the phone like that. We don't. That's true. Be. And you know what? And you know what? <laughs> it's always yeah. been like. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It's yeah, we do the same like thing. Like she'll call me at work and I'll be on. The, she'll call me when she get up and we on the phone until I get off. And I mean, people be looking at it like, yeah. y'all don't get tired of talking to each other. I'm no. like, no, that's my best friend. Who else am I going to talk to? Right. I don't like yeah. my husband. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. But you have to have, you definitely got to have that camaraderie because, I mean, like you said, after mm. after a while, the kids will leave from the nest and y'all will be alone. It ain't nothing like being with somebody you don't know. You know what I'm saying? So True. That's true. That's true. Like I told her, I told her if this don't work out, I'm not doing hey, this man. shit again. Hey. I don't have time. Man, you'll be Clawed and uh, Clawed and Ray living in New York together. 
<laughs> man, I swear, I, I don't have the, I don't have the patience to learn somebody no. new and what they like and don't like. Fuck what you like. I don't give a shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn. If this don't like, like me, and my brother gonna be living in a studio apartment with two cats. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, I don't give a damn what you don't like. I don't eat this. Well, damn it, go somewhere else and get the fuck out of my face. How about that? Go find you somebody. Get, get your ass home. I took. Look, we were standing. We went. We went to the courthouse, and I kid you not, we went to the courthouse, and the judge. The judge had to keep making me say the date over and over again because I was so I was so in shock about where I was and what I was doing. I couldn't remember yeah. what day it was. <laughs> but I looked her in her eye in front of the judge. This is what I said. I said, This is a gang. This is a gang initiation. You and this for Oh my God. In blood in, blood out. I said, you I said the only exactly the only way out of this, you gotta die. I tell Marty all the time, the only way out of this is by death, either by my hand or God, you choose. Look. Look. Only for my auntie to turn around and tell this man the same thing. This fuck like Yeah. And then and then here's the coldest part about it. I told her, I said, when I leave here, guess what? You're going right. with me. You're not staying behind here. What you gonna stay behind here? Right. Other nigga? I was with me. Look, Ashley gonna lean in. I'm gonna tell her, come here, lean in. Lean in. I got something to tell you. And I'm gonna grab about her collar and I'm gonna lock my hands and I'm gonna leave here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going with me. Okay, so this is on record. So now I. But see, here, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen to you because we're gonna be we're gonna be a hundred and ten. So what the hell are you staying here for? You going with me? I said I said this. Look, here, here's what's funny. I said this in front of her sister, yeah. right? You know what I told her sister? I said she, she can come too. <laughs> What you mean? You ain't taking my sister with you. I said, I'm taking you too. It's a family. Like, okay, you, 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 this is a family. Everybody. Affair. We all right. He's taking the whole family out. God. The, whole, the whole house. My brother in love was like, nah, you ain't taking her. He was like, well, shit, you come too. You coming too? God gonna be at the gate. God gonna be at the gate. God gonna be at the gate like, who are all these people? I, like, I said for you. Right, that that we, we didn't yeah, schedule this with me. God gonna be like, oh, I only said for you, nigga. Why did you bring all these people? I'm not even gonna let him get that far and be like, Gordon, you are the floor. We're here. Man. We got reservations. What do you mean? We got reservations. Why would I leave you behind? This man got Cedric the Entertainer. This is all us. Four and five players. Four and five. Like, why would you want to stay here? I'm trying to take you to a place where we ain't got to worry about this stuff down here no more. Come on. Come on, man. Hey, why not? Hey, I tell you what. I tell you what. Y'all can come too. Wait a minute. I got kids. Hold on now. Hey, hey, guess what? You know the fun part about it? I'm going to take the kids too. Jesus? Oh, 
Yeah, the kids can come too. Everybody, look, everybody can look. I got a little, everybody. I got a little cutie session in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Right, a whole VIP section. See what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about? Look, by the time, by the time we get, by the time I get through, Jesus is gonna have to send a plane down here because everybody gonna get on this plane. Everybody's boarding this plane and coming. Kiki, I'm gonna pray your strength and pray mine. <laughs> look, we can hop on a 757 and everybody can go. It ain't look. We got seats for everyone. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why why squander the time down here when everyone this- can go? How do we end up in a cult? I don't know. It's your fault. <laughs> it's who? Hey, hey, hey. I'm just trying to get people to see his face when I go see his face. That's all. That's all. We just suicide because you decided to take your own life. No, I'm just going to hold your hand when I go and you this man. Go with me. <laughs> Yo. He's trying to live the notebook in real life. I'm, I'm done with Joe, man. Yeah. Look, I'm going to lick my fingers and tap on her forehead so her soul can come on over. Kiki, you better run. Yo, <laughs> hit you with the uh, stretch arm stone. Don't you run from me. From me. See, here's the thing about it. And I and not for this to sound any kind of way, I told her once before. I said, there's no part of the earth that you can go to that I will not find you. I know how it sounds. But you think I'll be stupid enough to say, uh-huh, see, you can find me such and such. No, I'm not that stupid. Look, look, I told Ashley, we ever divorce, I'll show up to her house with her new nigga and be like, hey, where our wife at? Exactly. <laughs> see what I'm saying? So y'all could Hey, 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 she do this little thing with a tongue, bro. You haven't had that done yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, I know he's serious. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm dead ass. I know he's serious. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead ass. He'll hate me. Like, I told him the same thing. His, uh, forever separated, when I show up, I'm going to use my own key to unlock the door. And if sis got a problem, sis gonna get dragged. I'm going to be at her wedding. Let me like, uh, does anybody have uh, <laughs> any introduction? Please speak now. Wait! Did you save any money on your car insurance She's yesterday? You. Don't play with me. <laughs> no, no. That's when you use the new one. Yes, I have an objection. Do you have time to talk about the extended <laughs> warranty on your car? Because you know... <laughs> you seen the video with the guy in the duck? Do you have time to talk about Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> Just running down the aisle. Do you have time to talk about your extended warranty? Because, you know... Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man, what size do you? Because I don't want you stretching out. I'll plan on using that later. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my fit. Don't, don't stretch it out now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm tapped out. I'm done. 
Look. My family, once you get divorced, it's like you stay in get rid of that person. Because I got uncles that still come to family Thank dinners. You. And I know they've been divorced from my aunties at least 15, 20 years. And my mama dare you. And my grandmama dare you saying it's uh. gonna happen me. I'ma show I'ma show if she do if if it do go that way, I'ma show up like Stoney Jackson out of uh out of coming to America. I'ma have a Jerry Careless and shit. I'ma sit on your couch and fuck some shit up. I'm leaving all types of things. Nigga, I'm walking in there picking at my teeth with my finger. You hear me? Not my finger, my finger. I'm digging in that John Wooden thing. I'ma show right. you what a new boy. Talking. Juice. Talking cash shit to him. I, I wish that nigga over there with that red hat say something. He said, say something if you want to. I'ma pull, I'm pull this knife out my sock and stab you. She gonna ass. make his plate and come back and like, where mine at? Right. Did you make me one? I'm trying to tell you. I'ma pull out. I'ma pull out. Pull out this straight razor. Everybody gonna get up. Everybody gonna lay down in here. What are you talking uh, about? You gotta get down. Oh man, this been great. This been great, man. Y'all, this is great. It has. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because we got a chance to get yes, our wives man. on here and let them experience the foolishness that we do. Like we don't live with y'all. <laughs> That's true too. That's true too. That's that's true. definitely true. That's damn sure true. Like y'all don't test the but, material uh, on us before you go out go. <laughs> you know what? I don't. Everything I do, everything I do, she'll tell you is off the cuff. Oh. Oh, when I go off the cuff, oh. Um, oh, you think you think you think these comedians funny <laughs> I keep telling you, man, like you need to go on the road, bro. You need to take that serious. Hey, I'm strong. Is I'm I'm considering you going on the road right, right, and your brother being right, your right. being one of your writers. Like we can go places, bro. Oh hell yeah! I'm trying to be in movies. I'm trying to be on TV shows. Hell, I, hell, I'd be on QVC <laughs> if they let me. You know, I'm running these you know what? You know, <laughs> I'm done with this man, man. <laughs> So before before we before we end the before we end the show, we always have a segment of dropping gems. And if anybody has anything that or any gem they would like to drop for the people listening, we always welcome. Bro, you got anything? I do. I just want to take the time out to send a shout out to all the people who always in the center lane of the highway decide they want to get over at the very last minute <laughs> you knew that your, your exit was coming up two exits ago and you decided this exit right here and you were in the far lane of life right now Jesus is calling you home today <laughs> Where's the consistency in any of that statement? Jesus is calling you home today. Stop putting your left your left signal on and going right. I say this the same. Don't drink from red cups. Drink from the plastic that you're used to. 
What you got, baby? <laughs> Divorce papers. <laughs> what? What was even that? That was for the people who who need to hear that. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be a little bit more serious than you. What you get? Because that was what funny too. Let's see what I got. Um. <clears throat> Hmm. Let's see. Um let I'm trying I'm let me go. I thought you had them already. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Um no path is easy. Everything that is worth having is worth working for. And if you feel that you're on the brink of failure that just means you're that much closer Damn. to your success okay so yeah yeah that, that's that's what i'm a, that's what i'm gonna drop on i think, the, I think that one was for me yeah. i'll take that all right okay okay so this has been another episode of two dope brothers in a pod Thank you for listening. We thank our wives. I like how y'all didn't ask us if we had gems. Oh, do you have a gem? I got a jewelry box, but that doesn't mean I'm going to share it. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) Okay. I just wanted the option. I just wanted the option to be heard. Okay. (laughs) No, seriously. Seriously, though. No, seriously, though. In terms of relationships, whether it is familial, whether it is friendly, whether it is romantic, consider one another, consider your bond, consider your friendship within that relationship. Remember that you are an individual and nobody is required to accommodate you, especially if you are not willing to accommodate them. Be kind to one another. Be gentle with one another because we are all having cabin fever right now. We're all a little stark raving mad right now. The government hates us. So let's try loving each other. And remember that God is ever present. He sees all, he knows all, he hears all. There's nothing that you are doing in this life that you will not answer for or be accountable for. So live your life with kindness. Live your life with love. What you are in this world, you're going to receive in this world. So if you're a dick, prepare for the lube. Hey. All right, Pastor Wilson. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. I like that. <laughs> so, so, baby, you got anything? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will. What? Love y'all, man. Until next time, people. We love y'all. We love love you, too. Love both of you very, very much. And I I love you, baby, for doing this with us. So we signing out. Peace.